Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where in a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Congressman Greg Stubbe of the great state of Florida. So much to talk about oversight issues in Congress, what's going on with Russia and China on the world front. Uh, Hey, what's going on in Florida? Why are so many people leaving California, New York, Illinois, other states and going to Florida? we got to find out the magic recipe there. Uh, And of course, we'll talk to him about Russia and uh uh, quite frankly, I think the big story that we all want to pay, pay focus to is that in a very unexpected way, Joe Biden is helping Russia. And that's kind of funny for Democrats, right? Because they were the Russia, Russia, Russia criers all the way through the Trump years. They tried to prove Donald Trump was secretly helping Russia. It turns out they weren't right. It was a bogus story. But meanwhile, we can show how the United States right now, since Joe Biden became president on January 20th, They've been helping prop up uh, Russia's economy, Vladimir Putin. Uh, we're going to talk about that with Greg Stubbe. You're not going to want to miss that. I'll give you a little hint. If you've gone to the gas pumps in the last week or two, you're going to know what we're talking about in just a little bit. All right. Now, before we get there, I wanted to give you a little news, a little scoop, a little bit of investigative reporting, because that's what we do here at Just the News. We try to break stories that other people don't have. Uh, And so I wanted to start off by uh, giving you a scoop that we had this morning. So tomorrow, uh, Congresswoman Deb Holland will be uh, facing her confirmation hearing before the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee. She is President Biden's choice to run the Interior Department. She doesn't have a lot of management experience, so some Republicans like Steve Daines and, uh, of Montana, one of the committee members has said he's opposed to her nomination, doesn't think she's qualified. Uh, she's got a historic element to her. If she were to be confirmed, she would be the first Native American cabinet secretary in American history. Uh, you know, the, a lot of the uh, Indian tribes across America are excited about her just because of the historic moment of it. But one of the things that comes up when you're a nominee is your finances. Have you been honest with our finances? Can you give us uh, insights into it? And uh, are there any conflicts of interest? That's why we have ethics forms and financial disclosure forms in Congress for all of the senior administration officials in, in any government, whether it's Donald Trump or or Joe Biden. And interestingly, 
you know, everybody in the media was looking at the Donald Trump uh, financial disclosures when they came out. They haven't been as interested in the Democratic nominees. And I think that's an oversight, uh, a failure, a letdown in good good journalism. So we were taking a look through those financial disclosure forms and we discovered something interesting. Congresswoman Holland, which by the way, she was a uh, member of Congress since 2019 representing New Mexico. So uh, only in her second term now in Congress. Well, when she filed her first ethics form, for Congress as a Congresswoman in May of 2019, she listed no assets and almost no income, very little income, about $30,000 from the tribe that she belonged to, the Laguna Pueblo in um, in New Mexico, about $30,000 of income there. Well, back in January, right around the time of the Capitol riot, when we were all distracted, Congresswoman Halan preparing her nomination to become an interior secretary went back and changed her disclosure form. She filed an amended form and left the amended form shows she left off nearly a third of the income that she made in 2018 before she became a Congresswoman. That's what she was required to disclose in her 2019 ethics form. These forms are there so we can highlight conflicts of interest or financial interests of those who serve us in government. So what did she leave off her form? Well, she left two things off. One, she left about $16,000 in payments from an, a tribal casino in New Mexico. Uh, that was in addition to the $30,000 plus that she was getting from her uh, Laguna Pueblo tribe, the Laguna Development Corp. She suddenly discovered that she had the $16,000 in salary from the San Felipe Casino. What is that? That is an Indian-run casino, tribal casino, just outside Santa Fe, run by the San Felipe Pueblo Indians, which is a different tribe. Uh, it would seem pretty shocking that someone would forget a third of their total income, particularly when you don't have a lot of income. You know, what's really remarkable about Deb Holland is that she doesn't have uh, a lot of uh, resume, uh, a business experience, certainly at the executive level. She's about to run a massive agency. But secondly, she uh, didn't have a lot of revenue. You know, mo more than half the members of Congress are uh, millionaires. That's what always comes up when we see that it's the Millionaires Club. But in Deb Halan's case, she didn't even make $100,000 a year in her years leading up to Congress. So you would think $16,000 out of a total of $46,000 would be a big number. You wouldn't forget it. We can't get an answer from Congresswoman Holland or her handlers in the Biden administration as to why she made this amendment, why she forgot to, to list it on her form, and what else we might need to know about it. We're doing digging. We're trying to find out. But if this were a Republican nominee, it would be blaring across the top of headlines. Sadly, it's not getting a lot of attention in the mainstream media, but we've got it here for you exclusively. Just the news. You can download her original form, her amended form. You can see the differences. You can see the change. I expect tomorrow that Senate Republicans will ask questions about that. That'll be a, an important moment. But anytime you see a uh, a member of Congress, a nominee for an administration job, leave off revenue. It's a big deal. Um, uh, the other thing that 
Congresswoman Halan left off her uh, financial disclosure form in 2019, covering the calendar year 2018, was her student loan. She listed no liabilities when, in fact, she had student loans between uh, 2004 and 2000, since 2004, and maybe going all the way back to 1994, she had student loan debts of between 15,000 and 50. You're supposed to list them. She didn't. Originally, she amended her form uh, a little. This could just be sloppiness. It could be something else. We don't know yet. But whenever a nominee leaves off important information from their forms, it is a matter of public interest. It should be a matter of interest for the Republicans on the committee even if the news media are ignoring it. Let's see what happens over the next 24 hours and um, see what we can learn about it. But you got that first and exclusively from justthenews.com. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great state of Florida, the son of a former sheriff, a longtime proponent of law enforcement, law and order, national security, a uh, 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 veteran of the military service, Greg Stubbe is. We're going to talk about Russia, China, elections, Florida, uh, everything that's on the front lines of our um, news. And uh, and there. he's a very uh, expansive guy in terms of policy issues. We're looking forward to having him on and learning from him today. So we'll go to that quick commercial break. When we come back, the one and only Greg Stubbe, the congressman from Florida, joining us after the commercial break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest. He's been on this show before. We love talking with him. Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great story to Florida joins us. Congressman, great to have you here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me again. There is so much to talk about because we're now in one month into the um, uh, the Biden administration and now the impact of all the things he said he was going to do. We can now see it because he's done it. Um, where should we start? Maybe we could start uh, with China because I know you're deeply concerned about China. Uh, when you see the early uh, posturing that the administration is doing, what are your concerns about U.S. policy towards China now that Joe Biden is in charge? Well, he's going to completely upend everything that the Trump administration has put in place for the last four years. Trump took a position that should have been taken years ago by Republicans and Democrats alike from the administration standpoint and being tough on China, not selling all our manufacturing overseas, selling all of our different products and commodities overseas. And Trump finally took that position to be tough on China and then started looking at them from a national security perspective. You saw right before Trump got out of office, the DNI chair, um, John Ratcliffe, say that China is by far the number one national security threat to the United States. Right. You don't hear any of that talk anymore. Nope. And you you see the complete opposite direction that the Biden administration is going to take. And we know why. I mean, we all have seen the Hunter Biden stories. We all see how much money went to the Biden family. We all know his relationship that he's had with the president of China for years. And we know what the Obama policies were during the Obama administration to China. 
And so we're going to completely do a reversal of all the great strides that we've made as a country, putting America first and focusing on American jobs. And we're going to go the complete opposite direction. Yeah, it's remarkable. And um, you see it every day I, uh, all across the country. I've been talking to some of the ambassadors in town who are really worried that America is a little wobbly on China. And, you know, if you're in Europe or if you're in Latin America or you're in Africa, you're seeing China's very aggressive economic moves into all of those spheres. And they're wondering, uh, where's the U.S.? And the answer is it's pretty quiet right now. So uh, no doubt that that's um, going to be a big, uh, a big challenge. Are you surprised how quickly China has grabbed up resources around the world? I mean, when you look at, you know, they're in China, Latin America, Europe, anywhere you look, they've got an enterprise going. Well, and thankfully, under the Trump administration, there there started to be a focus on this. Now, the mainstream media obviously didn't pay as much attention to it as they should have, and they, they definitely won't now. But I think Americans, especially post-COVID, right. started paying attention to the fact that all of our manufa- like all of our manufacturing, all of our PPE, one of the biggest challenges that we had co- like right when COVID hit in my district was all of my hospitals had like four or five days of PPE left. And so you started to see that all of this stuff was manufactured in Italy, was manufactured in China, and we just don't have domestic producers who produce face masks and face shields and PPE. And it it became a real challenge where we were having to shift dramatically and focus on trying to ensure that our hospitals had the PPE and resources they need just to take care of people, the testing kits. Apparently, the testing kits came from Italy or China. We don't produce, but now we do, but we didn't produce the testing kits here in the United States. So it put a real big focus on something that the Trump administration had been talking about for years, that they were beating us in the trade war, that they were taking all of our jobs, taking our businesses and taking our manufacturing. And oh, by the way, while you're there, they're also going to steal your intellectual property. Yeah, that's There was it. a lot of attention focused on that towards the end of the Trump administration, even pre-COVID. And I think people started to realize, holy cow, look what's happened over the eight years of Obama's presidency as it relates to our relationship with China. Yeah, such a great, such a great point. And I want to go to another one of the big security threats because the Democrats cried Russia, 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 Russia for five years when Trump was in. Uh, But one of the biggest things that's uh, in, encouraging Vladimir Putin after years of low oil prices, which decimated his co- uh, economy while Donald Trump was president. Oil is creeping up well over $50 a barrel. It seems like it's heading towards $70 a barrel when you talk to analysts. And that's like the best news Vladimir Putin could have because he had a lot of disrest at, unrest at home with uh, the, the sagging economy, the oil economy. Uh, how did we get there and how much responsibility does Joe Biden uh, deserve for, for propping up Putin right now? Well, he, it was the first day we're going to do away with domestic production of oil, which obviously was a big push over the last four years. Right. So we're going to do away with the Keystone Pipeline. We're going to do, I mean, which immediately just killed jobs and immediately start killing production domestically of oil, which we're not going to change our behavior as Americans in what we consume from a gas, diesel, oil perspective. So now we're forced to purchase that from either China or Russia, or another country that aren't our allies and are not our friends. So I, all in the name of climate change and all of the name of we're going to, we're going to, you know, aggressively go after climate change. Well, none of these other big industrialized nations are going to do that. India is not going to do that. China is not going to do that. I had John Kerry in an oversight committee meeting 
a year or two years ago, he came before the committee and I directly asked him, let's say we go carbon neutral in 2035, like you guys are saying that we should do. Let's just say that America doesn't. Right. Yet China and India continue to dump carbon in the world at the rate and the increasing rate that they're doing. We're not going to have an impact on the overall global warming and climate change because all these other nations are continuing to produce yeah. and burn coal. Is they're erasing true? everything. We're erasing every gain we make. Yeah. And he had, he had no, he's like, and his exact response was, well, that, that is the point uh, that we have to work with China and work with India. Well, they're, well, they're not going to work with no, us on doing away with how they produce energy because that's a cheap form of the way that they produce energy. And they don't care about the fact that they're dumping carbon into the atmosphere. No. So that, that's the thing is in the name of climate change and, and, and cradling the progressive far left of our country, we are doing away with domestic production of oil. And then we're going to be forced as a country to purchase that from not our friends and allies. It makes absolutely no sense. But the left doesn't care about that as long as they can scream from the rooftop that we're doing what we can to, to, uh, to aggressively attack climate change. Yeah. And is it frustrating for you to see them not get any attention for how they help Putin now after all the years that they falsely made accusations against Republicans and Donald Trump uh, that that somehow the Republican Party was trying to help uh, Vladimir Putin? Well, I feel like every day I'm talking about the hypocrisy of the left every day. I mean, it's for for four years, three and a half years, we were fed as Americans with this whole Russia collusion hoax. We had elected leaders in Congress and the chairman of the Intelligence Committee, committee saying, oh, there's, there's plain evidence and clear sight of Russia collusion. And we find out after the Mueller investigation, all that was a complete and utter lie. And the FBI knew that. Yeah. And yet the mainstream media is not going to talk about that. The mainstream media is not going to talk about how we're now, the Biden administration is helping out Russia by the things that they're doing as it relates to oil and gas. They're not going to talk about it. And unfortunately, Unless you're listening to conservative stations or, or list, watching conservative uh, uh, news channels, you're not going to find out this information. Yeah, that's so true. Now, the, the radio blockade or the uh, radio silence is remarkable. Another place that uh, has markedly changed since Joe Biden took office on January 20th is the border. And you've been such an important voice on law and order issues. We had Mark Morgan on here last week. We had uh, Sheriff Daniels from uh, Cochise County in Arizona, talking about a five-fold increase of illegal aliens coming across the border. Uh, how concerned are you about what's going on, and what, what does the future look like with the policies that Joe Biden is putting out there? Well, I'm terribly concerned being a, in Florida, where there was rumor and talk, the, the Miami Herald did a story, that the Biden administration was considering having domestic travel bans against Americans that live in the state of Florida while he was summarily opening the border, stopping the building of the border wall and saying, we're going to we're going to give 11 million. That's estimated. I bet it's right. way more than that. We're going to give everybody that's already here citizenship uh, that's present in our country. What do you think is going to happen when you make those statements? You're going to see these hundreds and thousands of people uh, caravanning to the border because now they're all in hopes that they can get here in time for Biden's bill to pass and to become law so that they can then automatically become citizens even though they came into our country illegally. So it, it's just crazy to me that we're going to actually consider domestic travel bans against American citizens in great states like Florida while we let in caravans of people from the border and completely reverse 
what the Trump administration was doing to secure our border and just let these people in. And oh, by the way, we don't know if they test positive for COVID because we're not testing them. That's we it. don't know if they're criminals. We don't know if they're, they're, they're rapists. We don't know who these people are. We're just going to let them in. It, it's uh, stunning. I, I, when Sheriff Daniels was on here last Thursday, I think it was, and the desperation he feels because, uh, you know, he, he's seeing drugs come across the border, human traffic coming across the border. He sees people dying in the in the mountains and in the desert because they, they weren't equipped to make the journey. And all of that falls down on the local uh, sheriffs. As you know, your dad was a sheriff. And uh, uh, it falls down on the local resources. Now they're getting overwhelmed. On top of you know having the crime and other problems, they're just getting overwhelmed resource-wise. Um, is there, and when you look at it from a, you know, from a judiciary committee standpoint, from a, a logistics standpoint, shouldn't there at least have been a time of planning before all the floodgates were opened up? Well, you would think, but the, the, the Biden administration and the democratic led Congress is, is running as fast as they can to the progressive left to satisfy their far left radical base. And what, what has been interesting to me is I thought we would be much more measured we won 15 Republicans, won 15 seats in Congress yeah. this cycle. The margin is only five votes. So Pelosi can only lose five votes on the floor from Democrats and she can't pass anything. Yet every single person has signed on to HR1, a horrible bill. Everything, yeah. like you have all these Democrats who are in moderate districts, by the right. way, who are unwilling to be like, you know what, that goes too far for me. And I think we take the House back in 2022, but I, I'm, I'm afraid it's going to be too late where all these disastrous policies are going to pass Congress and all these illegal immigrants that are present in our country are suddenly going to become legalized. And once they become legalized through a bill, how do you go back right. and say, oh, no, 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 we're going to reverse that two years later? Yeah, that's a great point. You can't. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's that's why they're rushing to get it done, obviously. Um, there was a great poll out over the weekend, new polling data. I think it was NBC News. Uh, that blue-collar workers have flocked to the uh, left of the Democratic Party and flocked in large numbers. We kind of knew it with the um, the Trump phenomenon, but these were you know pretty hard numbers. We're talking about a twenty-point swing. Uh, and when you see what Joe Biden has just done, whether it's uh, shutting down the Trans Canada uh, Keystone Pipeline uh, or shutting off uh, drilling on on public lands or or stopping anything in in the ocean drilling. Uh, it seems as though the very union workers who helped put him in office are finding out now that this guy isn't with them on policy. How big an opportunity for the Republican Party lies ahead with 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 the, the disfranchising of union workers and their jobs? Well, I think Trump did an excellent job of communicating to blue collar workers in our country that the Democrats aren't for you. The Democrats want to use you as union workers and then not do what's best for America and take away your jobs. And I think the president did a good job of communicating that. We have to, as the Republican Party, have to continue to communicate that to these individuals and, and tell them, look, the, the Trump policies of America first worked. Look at the economic numbers that we had in this country pre-COVID. Right. They were some of the best numbers we've ever had in the history of our nation. And those workers who didn't have a job or were working part-time or multiple jobs, they they noticed that difference over that four-year term, and that's what they want. And I think it's so important for not just members running for Congress, but for the party as a whole to embrace we are the party of the working individuals. The Democrats are the party of Wall Street and the rich and big tech. 
And, and if you look at who gives all the money and where that money goes, like 98% of people yeah. who work for Twitter or Facebook give their money to Democrats. All the Wall Street people were dumping tons of money into Joe Biden's campaign. All of the, um, that, the pharmaceutical companies were dumping money into Joe Biden's campaign. So the facts are there. We just have to do a good job of communicating that to the American people. Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, the facts are there and they keep mounting every day. I mean, every day there are new cases to be made. When you look at the COVID and the crisis we've been through, are you feeling good that we're on the back nine here? We're at the end of it. And that uh, when people look back the way Florida handled things versus the way California handled things will will turn out to be a better model. I mean, California has been locked down ever since it started and Florida has been open ever since it started. And yet the uh, Florida is actually slightly better on statistics than California. Do you, do you think uh, that, that we're going to learn some lessons for how we handle things? I think if we actually look at the facts and they actually look at the real science, people will, will make a very clear distinction that the things that we did in Florida were right and locking down the country and everybody losing their jobs was not the right approach. With no mask mandate in Florida the entire time that this COVID has been going on, right. schools have been open in person since May in the state of Florida. And right now, Florida ranks 11th lowest in COVID deaths per capita among seniors. And we have one of the most, if not the most, elderly population in the country. Yeah. My congressional district is the second most elderly district in the country. So you would think based on sheer per capita numbers of seniors that our numbers would be astronomical compared to states like California. And they're just not. If you look at just the numbers from one of my hospitals in Sarasota County, Sarasota Memorial Hospital, they're one of the few hospitals that make this public. So you can actually track the numbers in December the hospitalization rate for COVID cases was 10%. Wow. So overall hospitalization rates, um, rates. In February, it was 6%. So from December to February, we've seen a 4% reduction in COVID cases just at one hospital in one county in Florida. If that's happening there, you know that's happening and that's trending across the state. And that's, that, that's a fact that you don't hear anybody talking you about. Don't. Cases yeah. are actually going down. And that's a, that's a fact. You can go on their website. They make it public every day, the numbers. And the, we're doing better than states like New York and Florida. And I'll tell you this because I'm out and about in my district when I'm back in the district. New Yorkers, Michiganders, Californians are flocking to the state of Florida. They're bringing their businesses. They're bringing their, their families because they're sick and tired of living in an environment that their kids can't go to school and they can't operate their businesses. Yeah, it's you, you, there's no doubt about it. You can see the migration patterns. In fact, it has a profound effect on politics and economy going forward because uh, these are significant migration patterns that have occurred in the last uh, 24 months. And I guess it probably started just a little bit before COVID because of the regulatory regime and people not unable to run businesses or unhappy with what their children were being taught in schools. And now COVID just tipped it over. It's uh, it's unbelievable what's going on. Gonna have to, Florida's going to become um, such a growing metropolis as it, as it has been. Uh, last question I want to ask you, as Republicans uh, start to do their oversight responsibilities with the Biden administration, what are some areas that, that Republican investigators, Republican committee, the Republicans on committees should be looking at to vet um, uh, what's going on in the Biden administration? Well, you heard today, you know, the, the DOJ, the attorney general candidate for the Biden administration yep. is very wishy-washy and very noncommittal on whether 
they're going to keep the Durham investigation, these other Russia collusion investigations that precipitated all this ongoing, right. the, the investigation under Hunter Biden. What What is frustrating as a member of Congress in the minority is we don't have any right to call witnesses. We don't have any ability to drive a discussion other than our five-minute questioning time that we have based on what the Democratic chair brings up as whatever issue they want to bring up or whatever bills they're bringing up. We don't have the ability to bring bills. We don't have the ability to subpoena. We don't have the ability to call these people um, to the carpet on some of the things that are going on. So I'm very frustrated that in two years, when hopefully we take the majority, you, this will be so far removed two years ago um, that you're not going to be able to do real good investigation on some of these things and oversight on that's the Biden administration point. that we really want to get done. Yeah, no, that's a really great, great point. As you mentioned, there's only a five-seat difference in the House right now, so it's razor thin, and, and I think a lot of people are looking to the 2022 election, as it historically would be, to be a watershed election where the opposition party Republicans pick up seats. Um, uh, are you feeling good about CPAC this week? It's in your home state. That's pretty cool. It used to always be in D.C. Now it's in Florida. Um, how, how, how important an event is CPAC, Donald Trump coming out there, all the things going on in the Republican side inside of Florida? Yeah, I'm excited that we're actually starting getting back to having events like that. Of course, it's going to be in Florida because in Florida, we actually follow the facts and the science and do things carefully so that we don't have any instances of an outbreak, but we actually have events and have the ability to do things in person. I'm excited about it. I'm speaking on Friday yeah, on a panel, so that. I'll be there Friday. I'm very excited to hear what the president has to say, his first you know, real speech um, since leaving the White House. So I'm very curious. I think a lot of Americans are curious to see what President Trump's going to have to say. But uh, it's great. Anytime we can have events here in Florida, obviously the weather's much better here than it is in Washington, D.C. And uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, Congressman, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate every time you come on the show. We always walk away with a lot of great ideas and thoughts and, and new, uh, new information for everyone. So we'll get you back on here pretty soon. And uh, thank you again for all you're doing. All right. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. All right, folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. I hope you enjoyed listening from the congressman. I learned a lot. I really thought the point he made about Joe Biden helping Vladimir Putin, that needs to be explored further. I'm going to probably write something on that tomorrow. That seems to be an important 
line of inquiry that a lot of people aren't talking about and they should be talking about it, right? So that's why we're here at Just the News. We're trying to give you the stories that others are ignoring and that you're not getting from the mainstream media, or even from Fox News sometimes these days. I, I worry sometimes today that Fox News isn't giving us the same news that we used to get just a few years ago. Not a lot of ambitious reporters here right now, it doesn't seem like. So uh, before we go, I want to mention two opportunities for you. First, my good friends at uh, Kansas City Steaks, uh, I'm a huge fan of their meats, their desserts, their entrees. I'm always buying things for my friends and family, myself. Uh, I can't wait to fire up the grill, particularly in this kind of long, dull, cold, gray winter. Uh, but just remember, if you go to KansasCitySteaks.com, you can put in the code JUSTNEWS, all one word, in the coupon box at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order plus free shipping. That is something you only get because you're a Just the News fan. If you love Just the News, if you love John Solomon reports, then please Bless the good people at Kansas City Steaks. They're my friends. They're great supporters of the show. They've got a fantastic product. It is top-of-the-line meat, top-of-the-line food, uh, delivered right to your door, ready to be grilled, ready to put in your freezer, however you want to do it. Uh, I, I love Kansas City Steaks. Can't get enough of them, and I hope you can reward them and thank them for our, the support of our show by going to their site. Use the Just News code. You got everything you need. All right. The second thing I want to mention, many folks have asked, is there anything we can do to support Just the News? Some people have said, you know, I don't like advertising. I don't like autoplay videos that are all over the Internet. Do you have a version of Just the News that uh, eliminates ads, eliminates autoplay uh, video? Go guess what? We do. We launched it just a few weeks ago. Several thousand of you have already signed up. We're really grateful. For $5 a month, that's a special offer right now. It's half the price. Or $45 a year, that's half the price. Uh, you can get an ad-free experience by joining the Just the News VIP Club. Now, in addition to getting no ads, in addition to getting no autoplay videos, there's something else we're going to deliver to you. Once a month, you get to join me for a special event, either me or one of the great reporters at Just the News, Daniel Payne, Susan Keating, Carrie Sheffield, whoever it's going to be, Nick Ballacy, and we throw an event, and you get to ask questions. We sometimes bring in a newsmaker. You can learn from them. That's Include it with your membership into this incredible Just the News VIP club. So if you want to support us, if you want to join the club, if you want to get involved in these great newsmaker events, just go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Let me give you that again. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. You can sign up. We take your credit card. You can sign up for the year. You can make, save a lot of money. Sign up for a month. You're still getting half off the cover rate. And for that, uh, you'll get an ad-free experience. You'll get a login. You'll be the first people to get our new app when it comes out next month. So this is a really great deal. I just want to, as listeners, give you a heads up, make a personal appeal. When you do this, you're going to get away the ads, get rid of the uh, autoplay videos. You're going to get the event. And here's the other satisfying part. You'll Every bit of those dollars, 100% of that money that you give us, goes to support the journalists, the news writing, the video, the podcast, all of the things that make Just the News what it is, uh, an independent uh, news site without the noise, without the indoctrination, without the bias. 
scoopy stories like the one we told you about today, Congresswoman Deb Holland, all of the Russia declassification documents that we broke, all of the Hunter Biden stories we broke. We're going to break other new scandals coming up in the next few months. Um, you want to be part of this community and support us. You can support our advertisers like KansasCitySteaks.com, Ancestry.com, all of the great folks that you hear from on this show. Or you can also go and subscribe and help us uh, succeed, give us some revenue to hire more reporters, do more election integrity projects like what we did in the November, December, January timeframe. All you got to do, go to justinnews.com slash subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. If you do, you'll be joining thousands of your friends and uh, you'll be helping us fuel the jet that is just the news. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to have the great actor, the great Hollywood director, somebody who's shaking up Hollywood on behalf of conservatives and, and Christians. Kevin Sorbo's with us tomorrow. This is a must-listen-to podcast. You don't want to miss that. We'll be back tomorrow with Kevin Sorbo. Until then, may God bless you. May God bless this great country, as he always has. Enjoy your family. Embrace them with love. Tell them all about Just the News. And when you need a news fix, you know where to go, justthenews.com. We'll keep you up to date all the time. Breaking news, keeping them honest. Uh, you get it there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Just the News. God bless you.